0: Okay, so welcome to Rondo Convo, and yeah, tell us what we're talking about, Carl. Awesome
1: episode today, uh, uh, we're pretty much going to wrap around uh, the uh, two awesome movies that are coming, well, that ha- one of them has already come out and the other one has not, uh, Sasha Baron Cohen's The Dictator and uh men in black three, which uh I'm pretty sure many of us have been waiting for, I know I have uh but pretty much we're just gonna go over our opinions of it whether or not you should watch it uh but in all i, I they were pretty all right, and uh it was today that we went. it was actually not bad, but not what I expected either
0: well well yeah, for um since we watched The Dictator today, um, The Dictator was, well, short. Most of the movies are a bit longer, yeah, exactly. but The Dictator was short.
1: Yeah, that was one of the downfalls that uh, I noticed that Sasha Baron Cohen movies aren't uh, usually 20 minutes. You know, Ali G in the House, uh, Borat, and Bruno, they're more about, how long are they? About three hours sometimes? Two? Two to three yeah. hours? Yeah, they're pretty long. Yeah, and um another thing I really did just or just did not like about that movie was the fact that it didn't have that Sasha Baron Cohen feeling to it. Uh if you compare The Dictator to other movies made by Sasha Baron Cohen, it doesn't have that uh random kind of uh screenplay going on there. Instead, it it seems more organized and it seems more uh more Paramount.
0: Yes, because for anybody who's seen his movies, they're like usually all wild, and you never know what to expect. And um, in the dictator was more like a romance, like a romantic comedy for like, except a bit
1: exactly. more. Exactly, and uh, it wasn't as funny as I expected it to be. I mean, don't get me wrong though; it, it was. It, it did have its its moments where you you did laugh. Uh, but in all, it wasn't that type of movie where, uh, or it's not that type of movie where you would just. Take out a few friends on a Friday night and uh, expect to have a lot of kicks from it. It's more like one of those movies where if you're bored at home and you really want uh, a few laughs, then uh, yeah, go watch The Dictator.
0: Um. Exactly because well, since well since I believe um this is the first movie doing it with um Paramount and yeah it feels like Paramount kind of changed um the feel of sort of Sasha Baron Cohen's movies compared to what you know what we usually get like. Um, Bruno, who's like, well, he's like, well, crazy characters. Bruno, you got Bruno Borat and Alec Jean.
1: Right. Uh, another thing that, uh, that I really picked up during the middle of the movie, um, was if you really study the trailers of The Dictator, there are parts that are missing in the movie. It's as if they, uh, got the movie last minute and they said, well, this shouldn't be there, so we'll just take it out real quick. So that might explain uh, the, the time, the, the one hour and 20 minute thing there. Uh, but then again, it, it was not a bad movie don't get us too wrong out of uh, probably out of five I give it a, a, a good a well deserved
0: 3.5. Yeah and I guess what really well, what really stumps us is like um, usually, yeah, it's like it's the feel of it has changed a bit, but still it's funny. There's some great scenes in there, like um, let's see. Well, I guess well, what It feels like they're going for something different this time because if you see many parts of the movie, he's like ch- he wants wants like the car- um the pe- the fans, and people to appeal to his character to yeah. like it. Yeah, yeah, because he's... oh, yeah. There's like moments where it's like he's trying to like show himself being like sad and emotional.
1: Yeah, and it's just not the Sasha Baron Cohen I expected to find in that movie. Actually, I walked into the theater expecting to find uh pretty much the Sasha Baron Cohen I saw in Borat. Um Bruno exactly. Yeah, yeah. Bruno it was okay, but it wasn't the best. LEG in the House again wasn't the greatest, but it was really really good. Uh now Borat, Borat topped pretty much all of his movies and it uh it did put uh Sasha Baron Cohen out there because before in his other movie or I should say when he was actually uh doing the small stuff like like small time comedies uh pretty much stand up is what I'm trying to say uh yeah so uh now if uh you really 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 are a big fan of Sasha so- I'm sorry so Sasha Baron Cohen this is a good uh a great movie to his uh collect or to your sasha baron Cohen collection I guess but uh not the best not the best out of all of his movies again like I keep saying uh, Borat does top that list uh now the dictator just kind of falls behind in uh his like la pretty much it it should not make his top two movies is what I'm trying to say yes
0: like, because, like, what people like about Sacha Baron Cohen is the fact that he's completely outrageous and not, like, afraid to, like, speak out what Scott, what his opinions, and we see that in Bruno, which, in which he goes to Africa and he trades an iPod for for an African baby.
1: Exactly. And, and, that's, and then he, oh, go ahead.
0: Sorry. Takes pictures of himself um, while 69ing some guy with the baby right next to him. Like, so, you know, that's where you get... Um, pe- how people like him because he's very controversial and you didn't see that much of him in the dictator
1: yeah it, it, it's that kind of randomness that i miss seeing in the dictator uh more more of that speaking out like you just said uh he doesn't do that all he does yeah he does a- address a world issue that's going on right now but it, it doesn't uh quite necessarily i want to say insult it but at the same time i don't uh he doesn't quite necessarily uh attack it with that sasha Baron Cohen feeling uh it's more like as- uh a, a very well organized screenplay like uh pretty much like they planned this uh while his other movies are nothing like that uh so i guess what i'm really ultimately trying to say is uh, the speaking out and the randomness are the two very essential things that uh, you would look for in a Sasha Baron Cohen movie, and The Dictator just does not have that.
0: Exactly. And out of, like, in my personal opinion, out of, like, what's called... He has, like, in total, there's four original movies, which are Bruno, Borat, Ali G, In the House, and The Dictator. In my personal opinion, I'd put it in third place following... And first i'd have bruno since it's completely outrageous and you never know whats it's like crazy when you first see it it's like you never know what's gonna happen next yeah followed by Borat, which was like it was it still had had, if you look at it it had that romantic like that romantic feel that they're going for because it's like some guy who falls in love with some chick from a different country that the dictator had but they went like in a more sasha Baron cohen manner in which he like it's like completely outrageous like um bruno but then you'd have the dictator in third place followed by Ali g which was his first movie so it's kind of like weird it's like it still has some of the stuff that you'd see in a software bank movie but it's like yeah it's yeah. different
1: yeah uh actually i lost my train of thought right now <laughs> um pretty much if you really analyze the dictator, you can see that he wanted to do that random stuff, but uh, the producers and all that—you uh, can tell that they kind of stopped him because there were some parts of the movie that did get a bit controversial in the sense that uh, he did uh, address world problems, not uh, not uh, rated PG thirteen style, but uh, beyond rated R. Like, I'm talking like insults insult-like kind of things. I don't know how to word that, but... Yeah, just sort of like that. Uh,
0: well, but, how I feel... Yeah, continue.
1: Well, uh, for example, there was a part in the... Uh, in the movie where... Uh, they... Uh, they brung... or they, they actually touched upon nuclear missiles and whatnot. They did make fun of the... the fact that... Uh, Middle Eastern countries... Uh, having nuclear weapons and whatnot... They they made fun of that when the when they introduced the dictator whatever with uh with a nuclear weapon it was uh pretty much the uh the size of uh, what the size of uh, a regular office chair oh yeah uh, yeah and you could tell right there off the bat that Sasha Baron Cohen wanted to do something even better with that but they didn't let him and there are many instances in the movie where uh, he uh which made me laugh a lot where uh, he would uh, act all nice to one of his comrades or one of his uh, affiliates or whatever, and right after he would be uh, finished talking with them, if he insulted the dictator, or if they insulted the dictator in any way or did anything he didn't like, he would go behind their back and then pretend to slit his own throat, signifying that that person should be executed. Uh, Now, that kind of speaks out that he wanted to do, he wanted to go further with that. He wanted to probably uh, emphasize the fact that... uh, the immorality that, uh, Middle Eastern, uh, not dictate not, di- oh, I'm sorry, dictators necessarily, uh, do, but, uh, high powers in regards to, like, uh, prime ministers and, uh, things like that.
0: Um, yeah, exactly, and, like, from, like, from what I know of, like, Sacha Baron Cohen, from what I've read everywhere, like, heard in multiple interviews, is Sacha Baron Cohen is the kind of guy who, like, who, um, doesn't, like, care what other people think of him and he just goes for it no matter like even if like like a studio's holding him back so i feel like like you said that lots of things were like um taken out from um that you that you saw in the trailers but you didn't see in the movie so i'm assuming that they might have had like a whole bunch of other stuff that might have been like more like like that more that had more of a sasha bern cohen feeling which like complete violence and stuff so if like they release it in um dvd blu-ray I hope they like having ex- it's extended. The extended
1: version. What- yeah, that that's actually something I was going to touch upon right now. And it, actually if you if you guys actually uh, want to see what what we're talking about here, there's one trailer that's really uh, really going out there where uh, he uh, he's traveling across uh, this one street, uh really looks like Broadway. I have no idea. But anyways, it's in New York. He's go uh, uh, pretty much touring across the street on a camel and uh, the trailer uh, it says that oh America he quote co- I'm, I'm quoting this from the trailer he says, Oh America, the birthplace of AIDS Now I was really uh, expecting to find that in the movie uh, the, as soon as he was on that uh, on that street with the camel and I did not hear that phrase so if you're planning to go watch uh the dictator, just watch that trailer and you'll see what I'm talking about. And you can tell he wanted to go, uh, really, uh, all out with America itself, because he really hasn't made any movies that necessarily, uh, attack America, per se, but, uh, other cultures. And, uh, I'm pretty sure in The Dictator, if he was to, uh, incorporate his Sasha Baron Cohen style into it, he would have come up with a lot of, a lot of ways to insult America. I just feel like he would have, like, uh. Like for example, the instance I just talked about the AIDS part, he would have probably gone a little further with that instead of just saying the birthplace of AIDS.
0: Yes, and uh, uh, let's see. Well, let's cut. Wait, continue. Oh, continue talking for a second. Um, check something out.
1: Oh, oh well, yes. Uh, but then again, uh, if you really, really want to watch uh, the dictator, by all means, go watch it. It's not. It's not a bad movie, but it's not. It's not the best movie, but uh, I'm not talking in regards to just watching the movie itself. I'm talking in regards to if you've seen uh, the past work of Sasha Baron Cohen, you know what I'm talking about. Um, now, if you've seen the movie already, you definitely know what I'm talking about. That uh, he was. It was more of a. More of a. How can I put it? Uh, Organized thing. I know I keep saying it, but it's just. It seemed to. To Hollywood for me. Not Sasha Baron Cohen. Uh, well, yes.
0: Well, it's called on um, if you. What's called on um, Paramount? It feels like Paramount kind of changed books before. All of his other uh, movies were done by Universal, and yeah. well, it seems like Universal gave him more freedom because. I feel like they have. A whole, I, I'm looking at the movies that Universal has, and it's like they have a whole. They have a lot of movies, and most of it, you know, a lot, lots of them are good. But I feel that um, they felt like, with um, with the dictator, they went kind of extreme because. Well, I feel like if you watch any of his other movies, you, you always have some weird, like, completely out of place scene, mostly involving what's oh, called, um, mostly involving um, Sasha character special Baron Cohen's character and some sexual, like, scene, I guess. Right. And this, yeah, usually, like, um, like, in Bruno, he had, like, the, maybe, like, minute-long scene where he's, not, like, not just he... shaking his... Well,
1: yeah, but that, even then, even then, it, it wasn't too, uh, sexual. You, you, get, you get what I'm saying? It wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't like his other movies. And, uh, another thing that they the rating for that movie is rated r and honestly i don't think it deserves that rating i think it honest honestly in my honest opinion i think it deserves a pg-13 rating because it really doesn't reference lots of uh explicit things throughout the movie it may at a few points and it uh at pretty much at one point of the movie and it was probably for like two seconds where you actually see a little bit of explicit ex, or you actually see a little bit of explicit parts Uh, there was a scene in the movie where he was falling from a balcony on a zip line he (laughs) hit a woman's window and his parts were showing but that was it that was the only explicit part in the movie that I recall seeing any any other thing sure they might have referenced a few things that might have been a little bit explicit but they they didn't necessarily show it like in the other movies Uh, yes I
0: feel like uh, yeah yeah I feel like if they take that one scene out—the scene you just talked about—then it'd be like a PG-13 movie. Exactly, it has like,
1: exactly. My do, point.
0: You do see women like in the lingerie, like they're like trying to have sex. You do see boobs. Well, but, like, not
1: not even that. Not even that. They're, they're, yeah, you. you they're, act, being by the yeah, guy's they're being covered. Yeah, they're being. Yeah, they're being covered. They're they they were not being showed, and it's just wow. If that scene where he falls off the balcony was not in that movie uh yeah i believe it would have gotten a pg-13 rating
0: i know i think they might have just kept it in there to keep it with like well the whole sasha baron cohen feel which everything's completely outrageous everything has to be rated r right so yeah
1: yeah but even then it wasn't that well But uh, enough about that, let's shift our focus onto the upcoming Men in Black 3 for this Friday. I'm actually very excited, and I have really high hopes for that movie. Way higher hopes than uh, The Dictator. Uh, I I just expect it to be all-out awesome. And from the previews I've seen lately, they do incorporate all that... uh, uh, all those events that happened in Men in Black 1 and 2, and they just kind of twist them and uh, make it the main story of Men in Black 3. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah there's just going to be so many things. Uh, I'm, actually, Marco and I were talking about uh, a few things that we might have expected in the movie. Uh, if you see the uh, trailers, you know that Will Smith travels back in time, and he might run into uh, his uh, younger self or his his parents, for example. Or, yeah, check, yeah, yeah, oh, right. Or or in America, if you're aware, a few years ago, he travels back to nineteen sixty. By the way, nineteen sixties area, and if nice. you recall, there were there were problems with uh, there were racial problems in the United States, so they might touch upon that, might not. Who knows? There's a lot of things to expect from this movie. Uh, the story isn't yet clear. If you see the trailers, and I love that. I love that they keep you on a cliffhanger like that. Uh, also. You're introduced to new uh, new villains, new characters, new technology. All that is really cool. And uh, Will Smith, um, the fact that, um, that his acting is just phenomenal. And uh, I really, uh, pretty much I, I, I admire all of his movies. Except for probably one, which is iRobot. But other than that, wow, all of his uh, series and uh, television series and movies, really good awesome and great so i'm expecting a lot from men in black 3 well
0: yeah and like since and like since i'm gonna watch from um, men in black 3 this friday i just like during the weekend i decided to watch um men in black one and two and one thing that um one thing i saw that what's called for a fact and watching the first movie i noticed that what's called that uh i have feeling that there won't be like how i originally thought that there might be like a cameo like a scene where um Where there's like a young um, Agent J, which is Will Smith's character, and they won't have that because he wasn't born yet, according to the storyline. And but what I noticed from the beginning of the movie from Men in Black One is there's a scene where they shoot um an alien and he explodes and like like you just see him like goo just like go everywhere. I, I want to see that movie in 3D just because, like, if you watch the trailer, you see a scene that's just like it. I, I want to watch it 3D because I want to see if like, they actually, like, make that part into 3D, and I think it would be great, like, for the fans and everybody.
1: Yeah, uh, but, uh, uh, for Men in Black 3, out of 5 ratings, I'd, I would expect to give it a, ni- a nice solid 4.5 or maybe even a 5, a perfect score. Uh... Uh, again, it is a PG thirteen movie, so you're not gonna be, you don't expect all kinds of crazy explicit things. But it is a really action packed movie. So if you're looking to uh, pretty much get out of the house and uh, watch a really cool movie and go co- come back to your house and say, "Wow, uh, my weekend has been made." Then Men in Black 3 should be the movie for you. Uh, Again, it's uh, being released tomorrow here in the United States. Early screenings on Thursday, I believe. Thursday at uh, 6 o'clock. But uh, other than that, official release is on Friday. Friday morning. Yep. Yeah, uh, well, there really isn't much to talk about on Men in Black 3 other than the fact that uh, it's going to be really cool and all that. Or... Or rather, actually, the the news about uh, Will Smith attacking one of his, uh... One of his, uh, what, what was it called? I, I'm not sure if it was a colleague of his, or, or was just a, no, was, a plain-ass reporter. It was,
0: yeah, it was, um, in, like, there was this reporter who was interviewing him at, uh... A...
1: Whoa, whoa, whoa! Oh. Cool. Ow. I was actually watching the Men in Black 3 thingy. Anyways,
0: <laughs> Go ahead! Oh, it was, like, um... Or like I think it was last week. Um, there's like uh, Will Smith was going at some like premiere for the for um in, I forgot what country for um, Men in Black Three, and as he was walking down the red carpet, um, you know like what they always do, they talk, they stop and talk to like um different like news channels and I don't know what else. So there's this guy interviewing him, and at the end like in their customs, what's called, they they go for the kiss. It was like in Europe somewhere where they kissed both sides, but instead... So, Will Smith, at first, was okay with it, but then the guy starts, like, forcing himself, like, to kiss Will Smith on the lips, in which um, Will Smith proceeds to slapping him in the face and shoving him off. Himself.
1: Right, and it was it was really funny to me, because his attitude changes, like, from one second to another. It's, first off, you see Will, Will... Ah, sorry. Will Smith's expression is really, really calm, really chill when he's doing it at first. He's like, okay, it's your traditions, your customs, whatever, I'm okay with it. But then, suddenly, the next second, he's just like, whoa, 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 get off me. Like, all of a sudden, I don't know, as if he were schizophrenic, and uh, another Will Smith took over and said, what am I doing? Get off me.
0: Exactly, and then you see, like, um, how everybody's just, like, the reaction. It's funny how you see everybody's reactions, and then, like, how his publicist and, like, is all, like, trying to apologize, like, it should not do anything, but you see her trying to apologize to Will Smith for something that some guy did, it's just hilarious.
1: Yeah, it's just really funny. Uh, Now, uh, I'm suspecting Will Smith will never be returning to that country anytime soon, but, uh, again, like I said, I do uh, admire his work, so, uh, you know, anything on Will Smith, we'll keep you updated, guys. I think that just about wraps up uh, our podcast here.
0: Yep. All righty. Wait, else? see, oh,
1: okay. see
0: Men in Black Three. Both Will Smith and Tommy Jones have said they would consider appearing in a Men in Black Four. Director Barry Sunfield joked, "For Men in Black Four, Will is out and his son Jaden Smith is in." Jones has said it is easy to pick up. Where we left off, we know what we're doing, we know how to do it, it's just a hell of a lot of fun. Confirming his possible inclusion in a fourth film,
1: yeah, that actually reminds me of something. I was at a McDonald's the other day, and uh, I was looking at their channel, you know, how they have TVs posted up and all. Well, I was looking at their McDonald's channel while I was uh drinking coffee, and um. I, I, I heard um, I heard Will Smith talking about uh, Men in Black 3 and other future projects. Uh, they asked him about any future or sequels, really, that he was going to do. I iRobot, I, Robot, don't expect a sequel because it's not going to happen. They were actually talking about uh, Bad Boys 3, and when they did touch upon that, I was like, wow, I thought they were just going to stop it at Bad Boys 2. So, uh, it's very possible for Bad Boys 3 to come out. Uh, Martin Lawrence is still in the in the yes or no phase, but, uh, it's very, very likely, as he said, and, you know, when actors say that, they're usually trying to cover something up, so, my guess is that, uh, Men in Black, or, I'm sorry, Bad Boys 3 is already in the making, uh, yeah, Bad Boys 3, and actually, there was another movie, but I forget what it is, um, I forgot, I'm sorry, I forgot what it was, Yeah, uh, there was iRobot, which is definitely not gonna happen. Bad Boys Three is going to happen. I believe it was I am Le- yes yes it was I am I, Legend. Legend I am Legend yeah, yeah. Uh, and
0: Hancock. don't forget Hancock. Hancock there
1: you go I am Legend and Hancock I am Legend is still in the very very early stages of a yes or no thing but Hancock is a definite uh, yes actually uh, as as he was being interviewed by uh, by um, I really don't know what person who was interviewing was but anyways the point is that he was being interviewed and uh he was asked whether a uh, a Hancock 2 would be released he said definitely yes that's in the making uh they're still going through a few uh, early stages but um already it's it's a definite yes uh now there's no confirmation on the uh, on the release date or anything like that but uh do look forward to that i definitely am going to look forward to hancock too as the first movie was awesome so i'm expecting a lot of great things from the second one
0: yeah and rojas i have a question for you since we're talking about like sequels for movies and most of them like are well movies that like that the last previous movie came out like maybe let's see um well, Bad Boys Two came out in two thousand three, which is almost it's almost a de- um, almost a decade ago. Then Men in Black Two came out in two thousand two, which was a decade ago. So, what do you prefer? Do you prefer when movies have like um a remakes, reboots, or do you prefer like sequels to them?
1: Well, that all depends on uh, pretty much the quality and what what or no, really, no, no. I take that back. It really depends on how the last movie was left off if there's a big gap and all that that needs to be covered up or that needs to be uh pretty much uh cleared up for the audience then i do believe that there should be a sequel uh now i'm not talking like a sequel where uh you make a movie and then the next year there's another sequel or the next few months there's a sequel no those those movies honestly bore me they're very very boring because they they don't have First of all, they don't have time to actually develop the the story and the screenplay and whatnot. And second, or- they're they're so desperate to just uh, make the series real, you know. Uh, let's take uh, a, a once good series, Twilight. That uh, I mean, I'm not a very big fan of, but from what I hear, really good. And if if they did have uh, that that small gap or actually a larger gap in between their sequels, I believe it would have been even better than the book. Um, now they're working on, uh, avatar two, uh, two and three at the same two, time. Exactly. Two and three at the same time. And avatar has, well, not recently been released, but it, you know, you, you still remember it. You know, if somebody says avatar, you're like, Oh, Hey, it was released a while ago. But, uh, yeah, I mean two and three at the same time. You'd never hear about that. And it's only been a short amount of time. So, I mean, there, that's kind of, uh, it might not be a good movie. It might. I mean, although the first one was a great movie, and I honestly enjoyed it, and my rating for the first Avatar would be a complete 5 out of 5. was that perfect. But, uh, you know, working, like- working on two sequels at a time, that's just pushing it, and uh, there's, I do believe that there's going to be a lot of discrepancies. And the first Avatar did clear a lot of things up, but it didn't clear everything up. It didn't clear oh, the. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, continue. It didn't clear the fact that uh, uh, Jake Sully was all uh, transformed into his avatar body and whatnot. They didn't clear that up. You know, I do believe that there should be a sequel, just not now.
0: Well, what's called with um, James. Well, the director's James Cameron, producer, director, and he's also, he also wrote the story. And when it comes to James Cameron, I really like. Um, I trust him with oh, like.
1: Yeah. Yes, uh, I was going to get to that. But yeah, because
0: well, he yeah. he's done some great stuff before. He's done um Terminator, and well, and what's called the movie. The first movie was great, and I like how he um went to like in the second movie. Like, if you watch the first movie, it's just about um. Well, John Connor's mother, but then when it was the second one? It's not not the same thing. It's like he's he's going based on like um, following the story of like some teenager, and well, he knew how to do that. But those one back to back, I feel like with um with Avatar, he's like trying to reach I don't know what he's reaching for, and that reminds me a lot of um the Matrix. Both like um they did the same thing. They filmed um. The, the it's a Matrix was a trilogy. They filmed the last two movies at the same time, and they released it a year apart. And they both well, they didn't do so well.
1: Yeah, uh, but like you said, um, J- I do trust James Cameron. I love his work. Um, now, if it were another director, I would be really, really just um protesting against the 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 simultaneous sequels going to Avatar but knowing james cameron knowing his work and knowing what he can do and knowing what he's capable of uh i i do trust him i do uh with that in mind i might give two and three a chance uh but yeah really really cool and all that uh but going back to the question that you asked earlier whether a movie should be remade or whether a sequel should be made that just depends on the last movie uh Spider-Man 2 actually had a lot of gaps, and Spider-Man 3 tied them all up, and now they're coming up with the amazing Spider-Man, which pretty much goes, uh, it's sort of a prequel to number one, and a follow-up to number one, uh, I don't believe that one should have been made, I believe they should have just left it at Spider-Man 3, but, you know, I'm not Hollywood.
0: Well, what, how I feel about Spider-Man, it's, well, since I, I do read comic books, and it's, I feel that um they're trying to, with, Spi- with Amazing Spider-Man, they're trying to reach, like, a whole new audience, maybe, like, younger people, and because they claim it's an untold story, and I hear, like, what, what, what's called, um, what they had in, like, the the, um, the movies directed by Sam Rimini, which was Spider-Man 1 through 3, and I trust Sam Remini because he's, like, one of the best. Um, he's, like, a great horror film. And I like what he did with Spider-Man, which, if you watch it, it's, like, well, it's, like, he knows how to, like, portray, um, get the characters to do stuff because, well, Spider-Man, it's, like, it's, He like, knows how to re- get
1: them into their character.
0: Yes, yeah, because he really paid on the fact that um, Spider-Man looks, is, like, a ridiculous-looking look, ridiculous character because he wears, like, some weird costume and he's, like, just, like, flying around, I mean, swinging around. And you know what to do with it and it looks like they're trying to make spider-man into like some badass character in the new movie right he's chased least by everybody yeah
1: and it, it, they're trying to adapt more to the actual uh events that happened in the comic instead of uh you know what they adapted it themselves or what they made it into because if you recall from spider-man 1 he meets uh what's your face he meets Mary Jane in high school. Although he that does happen in the comic, he doesn't really fall in love with Mary Jane. He falls in love with uh, Gwen Stacy. Gwen Stacy. Yeah, exactly. Who is on the field trip where he gets bitten? Uh, it's actually Gwen Stacy who's there, not uh, not Mary Jane.
0: Yes, they changed some stuff, and they add, like in the movie. Like if you if you've seen the trailer, um, Spider Man does keep um some stuff, the like the normal like with um Mary, uh, I mean, Gwen Stacy and Mary Jane's not in it. But it also keeps um it also adds stuff which weren't in the comic books, which they're just adding, which is um like the whole thing they're claiming it's the untold story where they talk about his parents.
1: Yeah, the his parents how they were murdered, how um he was fostered by his uh. His, uh, what's his face? Uh, His aunt and uncle. Or was it his aunt and uncle or was it a grandpa? Aunt and uncle, right? Well, aunt and uncle, uh, and they do include some of the, uh, comic book things. Like, for example, his web shooter, which in Spider-Man 1 through 3 was never mentioned. And, uh, if you do read the comic books, it does say that he had trouble controlling his, uh, His powers, the fact that he had to shoot webs, it was just overwhelming for him. It was just everywhere. So he had to find a way to control it. So he used that little device that you see on his wrist. And if you do see the trailer for The Amazing Spider-Man, you do see that little device. Uh, There's one thing that they include. There are also, like you said, a lot of other things that are just added in there. But um, do I believe it's going to be a good movie? Um, Out of five, I'd expect it to be around a 3.5, possibly a 4.
0: Yes, I feel like well, like if, if anybody's reading a comic book knows that um, well I feel like if since they're rebooting it, like for some reason they decide to reboot it, which the original like how it was before it was great, but that's, since they decided to reboot it, I feel that um they should have gone with um what's called with what currently happened in the comic books where um where Peter Parker dies and they choose, they bring in a Black Spider Man. I would love to see that, you know, just see like what people's reactions would be to a right. Black Spider Man.
1: Right, and um, if you if you really followed up a bunch of um, Spider Man four theories after Spider Man three came out, um, there was a lot of a controversy controversy. I'm sorry on whether or not the Spider Man four should be made. Uh, it was a lot of controversy mainly because, like I said, a lot of uh, the loose ends were tied up in Spider Man three. And there was a lot of rumors of Carnage making an appearance in Spider-Man 4. Uh, and they were going to go all the way with it, from what I can recall, from what I've read online, and from what, uh, from what the producers have uh, leaked out. Um, but they did not. Uh, they canceled it about uh, a quarter of the way because they said, no, uh, we're just going to leave more loose ends and not- the public isn't really going to like this. So if we make a, a prequel, I mean, it's gonna uh, it's gonna explain a whole lot more, and it's not gonna leave any loose ends, and that will make the public happy. So I guess that's what they went with. They canceled Spider-Man Four. They didn't go with that, and now they're going with the Amazing Spider-Man.
0: Well, uh, from what I heard, it was um like what's called the movie um Spider-Man Four Three. It was uh, okay. So Spider-Man Three it took them about I think it was four years to release. They started filming in, I believe, 2005, and they finished in 2006, but, um, since there, um, it was just a turning of, like, CGI, like, how CGI started progressing. They took some time adjusting to CGI and adding CGI because they really had Venom, and that leads me to another fact about, um, Spider-Man 3. Apparently, like, apparently they had Venom in the movie because they wanted to, like, expand Venom, and since they rebooted the, they rebooted the the Spider-Man movies, but for some reason they they decided that they they're gonna keep the Venom from Spider-Man three and give him his own movie because they wanna have like a movie based on a villain. So I'm wondering how they're trying like how they're gonna play that off, since they canceled where um his like where he came out and you know.
1: Oh, right. Crap. Yeah. Uh, but well, uh, enough talk about movies. Uh, I think that's just going to wrap up today. You know, enough conversation, enough rando convo. It was about an hour, wasn't it? No, about 40 minutes. Um, A little over 40 yes. minutes.
0: And let's see, let's see, let's see. Oh, next week. Next week or whenever the next podcast is. I'm next not podcast, sure yet because... isn't
1: it, on Friday? Yeah, yeah next podcast. Actually, we're going to attack you guys with two podcasts this week because, um... We abandoned you guys last week. We're very sorry. Uh, but uh, next podcast is on Friday, so look forward to that. We'll try to get each one up by Friday or Saturday. This one should be up by Friday. So, uh, yeah. yeah.
0: And if it's on before, like maybe if it's like on before, a couple of hours before, um, the, our next podcast, we will be doing it live and on What's the website called? Um, it's called Blog Talk Radio. Just search us up. It's Rando Convo, like usual. And we'll be doing it live. We still don't know what time. We, apparently, we have to schedule our time. And yeah, and we're gonna. it's going to be a bit different. We're going to have a bit of music just at the beginning, at the end. And I guess that's it. You know?
1: And also, one more thing. When we are live, you, uh, feel free to ask any questions. Uh, ask, ask away. Uh, again, this is Rando Combo, so feel free to ask either a question on something we're talking about or a question that has nothing to do with it, and, uh, we'll gladly take your question into consideration. If there aren't many, then we'll probably get through all of them. If there are a lot, well, like I said, we'll take it into consideration, and, uh, yeah, well, again, we'd like to thank you all for cooperating, uh, for supporting Rando Combo. Uh, so this is me, and I'm out. Uh... Last comment, remarks, in regards to Dictator and Men in Black 3 and Will Smith. Dictator, 3.5 out of 5. Should you go watch it? Sure. Are you going to, or should you expect a lot from it? Not really. Is it suckish? No. Men in Black 3, go watch it. It's going to be epic. Will Smith, he's awesome. And that's my closing remark.
0: Yep, and, well, I got nothing to add besides what I already said, and just just keep on listening if you guys like it, if you don't, oh, well, it doesn't really matter. We don't care.
1: All right, well, uh, thank you guys for tuning in, and we'll uh, see you guys, or we'll be uh, listening. You'll hear for, us. We'll be reading from you next time. You'll hear us next time. So, uh, again, take care. Have a great, awesome uh, May week from May in 2012. Okay, goodbye guys.